Did you get the question? Yeah. Did everybody understand? So her question is, when light comes and shines in your life and it reveals there's a darkness, what are you supposed to do? Correct? Is that the question? Then I can start preaching now. Okay. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1 again. We're going to read Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. Let me read verse 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay, verse 2. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Everybody saw that? So we're going to answer this question. Put your seat belts on. I'm glad this question came. I knew something like this would come as a question. I was waiting for somebody to ask prophetically. And she asked, and this is what I prepared to preach. Okay, so, uh, so you're ready for this, right? Okay. The so verse 2 is what we're going to focus on. The earth was without form. So the result of the fall of Lucifer, right? In the first perfect church, where God himself was the perfect pastor, if you look at, look at it like, still there was a falling away that happened. Guys, come on, think, think. You know, sometimes we all say, I wish I had the perfect um, people around my life. Or if I wish I had the perfect church where everything is amazing. In this context, guys, not guys, people of God. That's nicer declaration, you know. The first falling away Corruption did not happen after people came into picture. It happened when God was the ultimate pastor. Angels were his congregation. And amongst that, one angel got corrupted. Not some, one of the archangels. And he took with him not just 10 or 15 one third of the angels and divided the kingdom of God into a separate kingdom. You're with me? You're ready? I don't know what I was waiting for, but now I'm ready. I, now the, the furnace in me is clicked on. <laughs> okay, so, so when God's perfect kingdom which was so powerfully existing, had a break and a division. What broke out of it became the kingdom of darkness. Get it? 
when light is not connected to a light source even though it continues emitting light now that light will not be light it becomes darkness you with me yes. come on guys now this is this is this is deep so the kingdom of god was the kingdom of light now you are like where does the bible say it do you are getting those questions where is the bible say it the book of john says um the book of john um we'll keep rolling okay book of john says um let's read verse 3 4 and 5 john chapter 1 verse 3 which 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 we just read 4 and 5 okay just listen to these words and we are answering that question what was the question again the question was when light shines and darkness is exposed what is the rest of the question what should be the right response when the great light comes to your life and exposes darkness now how do you respond to it what should be the next steps very important you know th- this is what happens with everybody when you come to god but how do you respond okay and we are going back to the creation story to look at it now let's read john chapter 1 verse 3 4 and 5 all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made let's hold there meaning when god created everything he created all the angels so satan is he a created thing i'm just getting our thinking right so he is a created thing he was he came into existence because god created lucifer as an angel right okay he was a made thing he's not a creator he's a creation okay verse 4 in him was life mm-hmm. and the life was the light of men okay was 5 and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it wow in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it so now you know when god created everything in the beginning his creation included light as one of its most important ingredient okay and it says in him was life and the life was the light of men so when god says life that life has to come in the form of light we I, i i'm going deep okay so you just get ready to go deep so what we call life according to whose definition the earth 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 planet earth as the definition of light 
life according to planet earth is when you stop breathing life has ended but what is the definition of life <laughs> in the context of god when you stop breathing does life end in the eyes of god god is saying now you are being coming you are you are with me in the heaven so how do you live there with me so what is your way of living in the heavenly places now i don't know if anybody is getting it in him was life and the life was the light of men the life of god is the light of men get it so when god in god's vocabulary when god says life i give you eternal life what is he giving you breathing condition for the next thousand years then that you call life no he's making your spirit to be alive with his spirit for your spirit to have connection with his spirit your spirit needs to receive light from his spirit where am i getting this from in him was life and the life was the light of men so for your spirit to be connected to god's spirit it is your life coming in alignment to god's light deep i don't know you're all very quiet today why you don't like my jacket today or what i've just been a little tired this week i agree with that but you know it's been a very pressing week i don't know why but i understood it's because the kind of revelation is bringing from last week's revelation that's why my 5 year old said he saw that vision right so don't fall into any kind of hawks okay any kind of lying spirit so when god created the heavens and the earth there was one being that got fell corrupted and detached from god and that is what began the existence of darkness so for me to define what is darkness is very important darkness is a light which was connected to god before to the source and it's not connected anymore and now this light is functioning as darkness because it's not connected to the true source of light you know this is you know i know this is your first time maybe you're thinking what are they preaching here it's too deep maybe you can catch up the last two sermons maybe you can give her the links but basically we are saying light is not the only definition can i help some people so definition according to human standard light is this what is illuminating as light but in the language of god this is not the light god is talking about and this and when you switch off the light and this place looks dark that's not the darkness what god is talking about according to god light and darkness is two different things so what is not connected to the maker in the way it is supposed to be connected has entered another dimension called darkness why because it is not connected to the source anymore this is deep right this is really deep now 
let's again read back Genesis chapter 1 that where I saw so the earth was without what form you need to see when something has no form meaning something is undefined you need to ask why the earth was undefined and void meaning emptiness something that was supposed to be filling but now it's gone empty okay and now i want you to really see the bible and darkness was on the face of the deep where was darkness face of the now all the english scholars here need to ex- help me to explain genesis chapter 1 verse 2 you ready good and okay and darkness was on the face of the deep meaning bottom does that is that does it make sense so if you have a tank full of water the bottom is the face of the yes or no yes, yes? like if this is is this big jar of water the bottommost the bottom <laughs> the bottom is the face of the deep okay keep that in mind and darkness was on the face of the deep the bible says when god threw lucifer out he was thrown to the depths of the earth getting it when he was thrown he was thrown to the depths of the earth correct to the bottom places of the earth so where he landed it had darkness because he had become dark his who was he before he was called the son of the morning he was such an illuminating light but the moment he got cut off from the source his light was not an illuminating light his light becoming a blinding light it will look like light but when people come in contact with it it removes revelation it removes understanding it introduces chaos it introduces confusion because it is as a nature of taking you away from your source and connection point with god this is powerful guys so when he was thrown to earth he hit the earth rock bottom and now that is why in the genesis chapter 1 verse 2 says the earth was without form wherever he enters he removes true definitions when confusion hits your spirit the light which is the life of your being connecting the dots your life is life because of the light that is given to you john chapter 1 you just read right his life his light was the life of what come on say that one his life sorry his light was the life of men that means now when that light is the life of men and women gets corrupted now there is confusion 
without form, chaos, confusion. There is no definition. Some of you, you say, I don't know what's going to happen with my life. As good as it might sound, it's rooted in self-pity. If you scoop up that self-pity as the first layer, underneath that there's a layer saying, I don't trust God. And if you scoop up that layer, I don't trust God. There is an introduction of another form of confusion and chaos about your heart with God. Correct? If you remove that layer, <laughs> like onion peels, you keep lily. The next layer is, there is something that is saying and talking there. And that's called the layer of darkness. The bottom. Everything you're going through in life has a face of the deep. You getting it now? You're with me? Something is happening. Thank you, Jesus. So the, I said, if, the, if it's a barrel of water, the bottom is called the face of the deep. So every, look, okay, good, you have that. The earth was without form. When something loses definition, go underneath the layer. There will be emptiness. Go underneath that layer. You will go and find there was darkness that was the causing factor for these layers to manifest in your life. Deep, right? Come on, say hallelujah. hallelujah. And darkness was on the face of the deep. So how was this darkness on the face of the deep? I told you, when Lucifer was thrown, he hit the bottommost part of the earth and there he established himself as darkness. And darkness is nothing but light that is disconnected from the true source of light. It is still emitting light, not like the dark black color you're thinking of. It is one such kind of light. You can sit in it, find no direction in it. You can sit in it and still not define your life's will of God in your life. You can sit in that light and have every kind of entertainment. Every kind of association. You can have thousands of friends around you. You can have thousands of partying people around you. You can, have, you can drink with them. You can booze with them. You can do everything. But still your life will feel empty. What is that? That is a form of light you sit in which never fills you up. It will make you think like it's a great light. If I sit under, it will give me everything I need. But end of day, you'll find no form, chaos, confusion, emptiness, no direction, no definition. This is the presence of darkness. Not according to 50 volts, 40 volts. I have to keep saying that so you think of it in the right way. So every time, to going back to the question, when light comes, what it actually, I'm trying to answer what she did not ask but yet wants to ask in the two-sentence question, right? When light comes, sometimes first thing that gets visible to you is all of a sudden you will say, oh my goodness, 
there is this disorder in my life what is this one but until you deal with it you won't discover the underneath layer to it but but seldom does today's church tell you to do investigation spiritually they don't when somebody comes and says i feel depressed now everybody is saying shikaraba pray in the spirit raibonianto rokoseke depression go away depression go away but you're not seeing what is the layer behind underneath causing the depression there is something that is telling you you are not good enough there's something that is saying you have no direction in life there is something that is saying you're empty you're lost so if you have to keep scooping is the right word each layer you need to keep removing until you identify where is satan's bedrock of stamp in the bottom in the face of the deep which have you identified what is the face of the deep in your life listen there is no where in the bible that god doesn't provide a solution he's the god before you can ask a question he's already got the answer ready that's the kind of god he is and the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the waters now you got to see this this is how light enters light when begins its work am, am i answering your question good answer okay when light begins to do its surgery on your spirit he doesn't go directly to the bottom of the deep it's like he's saying my arm hurts here it's not like without seeing anything i take a sharp needle and fully poke it directly inside no <laughs> you're getting my joke right how god's light works he first illuminates to you what is that which is formless then he illuminates what is the voidness behind it then he illuminates keeps on taking you layer by layer until that light penetrates the face of the deep in your life but hold on this word is so loaded and the spirit of god was hovering hovering the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the waters so if the bottom is where the face of the deep but now the holy spirit is hovering on top you need to ask why could you ask <laughs> you ready go to isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 cannot tell you how the word of god is so connected everywhere all around okay isaiah chapter what did i say 60 60 i want to draw parallels between genesis chapter 1 verse 2 and isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 and 2 oof this is fire okay watch this okay Jonathan can you uh, read Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 and 2 Isaiah 60 verse 1 and 2 Arise shine for your light has come 
and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. I have so much to ex- explanation to do. Now again read for them Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. Genesis 1 verse 2 The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters wow. I wish we could put these two scriptures parallelly guys you're very blessed to be in this service I'm saying that one more time you know this kind of revelation you don't find it commonly right if somebody can find it on the youtube come and tell me okay we'll then we'll have a discussion the thing is the book of isaiah see that's what i'm like am i going into detour I'm, i have to take a one second detour just to explain prophet isaiah was so prophetic he lived in his time but he also lived in the future timeline okay because in chapter book of isaiah chapter 53 he's talking about the crucifixion of the lord he bore our sins he was chastised for our iniquities you know that he's talking about the crucifixion in chapter 60 he's talking about the glory of the lord is being risen upon you so when he spoke about chapter 53 he was talking about the crucifixion of the lord now he comes to chapter 60 he talks about the glory of the lord rising over the planet i'll tell you what the church is right now living between isaiah chapter 53 to 60 in between we are in a very different timeline okay so If you go to Isaiah chapter 1 he talks about the state of the people of God so there is so much guess what Isaiah the book of Isaiah is perfectly in the middle of the bible do you know that go count the books it's in the accurate middle of revelation and genesis and the middlemost book of the bible talks about the past and talks about the future and the timeline of this book has the timeline of the walking of the people of god on this earth isn't that so powerful now can you bring isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 i don't know if i have even time to start on this but i want to answer her question right this will answer the question arise shine for your light has come i'll go back to genesis chapter 1 okay what did god do there look and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the waters verse 3 Then God said let there be light and there was light. 
Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, if you can go back, it is similar, almost parallel. Arise and shine, for your light has come. In Genesis 1, God had to speak light into existence. But in Isaiah 60, God is saying, light has already come. You are getting this? Come on, guys. May, the, may your spirit man catch up to this. So here, here in, in, in Isaiah chapter 60, God is saying, he's not recreating light. In Genesis, he spoke light into existence by saying, let there be light. And he created light. In this one, he's not creating light. He's saying, arise and shine. For the light has already come to you. I don't know if anybody's connecting the dots. I'm answering her question. She said, when the light comes, how are you supposed to respond? The way you respond to light is you rise up into that light and begin to shine that light. <laughs> this is so powerful. It is not about saying, darkness, go away. It is not saying, darkness, go back. No. Many people are fighting darkness by saying, darkness, I arrest you in the name of Jesus. I arrest you. What tools are you, do you have to arrest this darkness? You know? Is there like a basket that contains darkness? No. The only way you dispel darkness is you have to connect back to the light that has arrived into your life, sent by God, not every light. There is a sent light that God sends into your life to expose darkness. And when you know there is a presence of darkness in the face of the deep of your life, you are sitting in it. You can see me? There is the face of the deep, right? The bottom. You are sitting in it. You are hosting it by different layers you are constructed. And you are pity partying. You are sitting there and you are married to it. You are staying there for years. How does God function? God sends light and he says, rise up to the light I'm sending over your life. Don't sit there. Because the only one who's supposed to be sitting there is the one who has Hades ready for him. Now you know why God created hell. Did God create hell or it became hell? <laughs> it's another topic for another day. What is hell? Hell is the absence of the presence of God. Don't clap yet. In a different way. Because, okay, I don't want to get diverted. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me. I'll come to that. Don't go to hell and heaven topic now. We're not going there. Come back, prophet. Come back, Chetan. I'll come back, Chetan Henry. I'm back here. So, because there's so much of abundance of revelation in my spirit. Whichever direction I see, there's so much revelation flowing. You know, that is a grace. And I thank God for the grace I'm under. I celebrate the grace I'm under. So, when somebody is sitting on the face of the deep, married to the darkness, God is not saying, fight the darkness there. God is saying, leave that darkness. And He's saying, 
ascend. Arise. He's not saying simply arise. You know, people think arise, shine. There is a reason because God is saying over you, I've sent a great light now. You have to actually, what are you rising into? You're rising into the light that has already come. See, Bible, for your light has come, not it is coming. It is being manufactured. God is saying, I've already sent the light. So rise up into that light. Look at, look at the example of the sun and the moon. The moon actually does not emit light. But it still shines. It still shines. Physics, you know, when you were fifth grade, they taught us this, right? Sun is the source of light. For us, it is the sun, S-O-N. You get it? Not S-U-N. For us, the Son of God is the source of light. All you need to do is not create your light, but you need to receive His light like the moon receives light from the sun and then shines. So, when light comes into your life, you need to learn the art of receiving the light. When you learn the art of receiving the light, you, you, your question was, how do we, what do we do when light comes? You got to learn the art of welcoming light. The art of receiving light. The art of embracing light to come. And when the light keeps coming, there has to be a parallel activity of you saying, not fighting Kung Fu Karate with the darkness. You got to say, I'm leaving this state behind. Yes. This has existed in my life for years, but I'm leaving it behind me. That, that rising up from that state is actually you rising into a light. You know, some of you can say, only if God delivers me. He has already. You got to rise up into that deliverance. Come on now. You want scripture for that? In the book of Colossians, what did he say? He has delivered you from the kingdom of darkness and brought you into the kingdom of the son of his love. That love is light. You getting it? So that deliverance has already happened. You know, um, I know Colossians chapter 1. See, I, if I go, to, no, no, it's okay. We, we won't go there because if I go there, this is, this, this is a good problem, guys. So, I'm now between Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, and Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. You, you, I want you to see the parallels. Just bring it up on the screen. I just want everybody to see it. Are, are you getting this? Soon, okay. Um, arise, shine, for your light has come. Second half is more powerful. And the, no, 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 go back, please. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Amen. This is too powerful. When you arise and you shine because the light has come, something that happens. When you're shine, when you're, when you're risen up into that light and you begin to shine that light, 
then the glory comes down. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. To the level in which you arise and shine is the level in which the glory of God will overtake your life. It becomes a kind of rising and shining and glorying God. Unstoppable. And you need to see. Now go to the next scripture. I'm not even going into the details of it. For behold, there's a reason why God wants to do, do this in our lives. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Go back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. Parallels. In the beginning, God created light by the Holy Spirit hovering upon a planet. Correct? And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Now please don't lose me. If you are thinking the next outpouring that again the Holy Spirit will have to come and hover. I don't want to push you all off your chairs. The next outpouring is not His arrival and hovering. The next outpouring is arise and shining. The people who are called by Him. You didn't get excited for that. I don't know why. The first one was God had to come bring light and create. Now creation has happened. The light has come. The Son of God has already been arrived. The Holy Spirit is already on the planet Earth. Now he's not again coming, again light. No. Now the, the assignment is different now. Now the assignment is you rise up to the light that has already come. For the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It is your choice. You have to get up. You know, look at my definition. You got to get up from the face of the deep of your life and say, chaotic it might have been. Darkness it could have been. But I am leaving that life behind. You know why people find it hard to leave darkness? They think they are part of it. What I give you is a bomb. I just dropped a bomb. Why people cannot step out of darkness is because they think they belong to it and they're part of it. Says who? Because my Bible tells me in the book of Colossians. Go to chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. He has delivered you. You already have the license to stand up and walk away. Oh my goodness. I, I, I am just waiting for... Can you bring Colossians chapter 1 verse... Um, the, yes, this is crazy. You know, God is so amazing. Huh? Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. You know? So you, the reason people don't leave darkness is because they feel they are obligated... They feel darkness has to have a loyalty in their life. 
because they partook in whatever kind of darkness they feel they have to sit with it but who is commanding you to sit with it that is your false light telling you that you still have obligations with the darkness but the last time i checked what the son of god told me what he said is he has delivered past tense delivered you can say i am an addict that is your definition but when god looks at you you are no more an addict you are delivered amen you're getting it no 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 you no i don't think anybody really got it you think i have formlessness you think there is no definition you think there is emptiness you think there is darkness sitting in your life and controlling you that is a deception you are living in you got to say you know what that is how i feel and that is how even actually i do and live but that is not the reality Amen. that is the power of deception that keeps you held on to that but the moment you realize arise and shine assignment you got to be like i have slept in this enough i've lived in this enough i've eaten this enough i've painted myself enough with this darkness but you know what light has already come i'm not waiting for it to come and the last time i spoke to the holy spirit he told me that you have the license to get out there is no penalty i said the holy spirit said there is no penalty for your sin and communication with darkness because jesus has already paid for it so you don't have to sit in it get up arise stand up out of it you know the thing is you know why many people sit and partner with satan because they feel like they owe him something you don't owe him anything the blood of jesus has cleared your slate shemari antaraba pray in the spirit right now pray in the spirit i said right now shata bratani ante reboni ante rebe you owe satan nothing and the blood of jesus if you if we confess our sins he is faithful and just enough to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness you heard me you heard me rekamara satakayanta if we confess our sins he is faithful and just enough to cleanse us from all not 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 from all unrighteousness may the righteousness of god arise in you maranto brokoni ante rebeniato zimbra kasika tirianta may the righteousness of god arise in you may the righteousness of god arise in you sekorianta rabaniyanta i'm getting loud i'm just keeping eye on my mixer you know so you know when when you when the holy spirit gives you permission you owe nothing to no man you, you owe nothing to no woman rachambra kasateniyanto sekorianta reboniyata leferianto you owe satan no guilt amen do you hear me this is powerful you don't owe satan a guilt trip wow you don't owe satan a condemnation template 
You don't owe it to Him. Why do you owe Him? You owe Him nothing. The blood of Jesus has paid it all. The blood of Jesus has paid it all. The reason we have to teach and preach like this is so that you arise and shine. You know, there is a kind of leaving and cleaving that needs to happen. The thing is, in our generation, people tell you to cleave. They don't tell you how to leave. So may I give you ammunition to leave in a way that you owe nothing to darkness. If anything, you need to know, darkness owes to light. I don't think you all got it. Darkness, the functionality of darkness actually owes to light. Because whatever darkness has, it was once upon a time light. It was part of the Lord's kingdom. It was a created thing. If anything, Satan owes God everything. Not you. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. He has ownership of your life. You know, I I heard, sit, sit, sit. You know, I heard my spiritual father say one day, you know, Prophet Shaiju, he, he said this one day. He said, when the disciples were sent to untie the donkey, you know, the colt, the donkey, they all said, oh, what will we say if somebody comes and asks us? He made a statement. He said, tell them, the master has need of it. Get it? Yes. Not the owner. The master has need for it. You might owe a lot to the devil, but the ultimate master when he shows up and he says, I need him. I need her. I need her. I need her. I need him for my business. All you need to say is, I don't owe you anything. The master is in need of me. On whose basis will you go into your freedom? I am free. I'm already delivered. And the Son of God has already delivered me. Paid total. You want tips? That has also been given. You didn't get my joke? I was talking to this one young man. You know, I was talking to one young man. You know, he was, we were talking about sin, forgiveness, prayer, repentance. We are talking about all these biblical topics. <laughs> you didn't get my joke. Nowadays, if we preach about repentance, there, are, there is a set of people who said you should not preach repentance. Without repentance, you cannot arise and shine. Repentance is saying, I don't have anything to do with darkness. How is that wrong? That kind of a gospel where they're saying, don't talk about repentance. They're actually the ones married to darkness. And they want you to sit under it. Don't buy into it. Because I'm, I'm not going to go in. So I was telling this young man, can I tell you that? I'm enjoying the presence of God now. So you see, I told this young man, I said, you ready for the story? It's not a story. It's the illustration I gave. I said, it is like you carrying the most expensive unlimited credit card in the whole wide world and it's in your pocket 
it has no limit it's in your pocket when you eat in a restaurant it is still your requirement to get up take this credit card out of your pocket and swipe it and if you want you can leave some tips too but you have to pay for that expense but to pay for that expense the source has already supplied to you that expense that is god's grace okay you're all very quiet that is god's forgiveness through his blood for you if you fell and you don't want to repent it is like saying i have this costly expensive credit card in my pocket i don't want to say lord jesus forgive me now i don't want to say devil i'm pleading the blood of jesus i'm gone to god and god is forgiving me you don't want to do all that activity then what is the point when the bill comes to you in that restaurant somebody has to pay for it and god has given you the ultimate source in you that is the blood of jesus which has already forgiven you 100% more than what you have ever done yeah you're very quiet now but there is a requirement you have to take the credit card and say lord forgive me swipe it lord i repent of this i don't want anything thank you for paying my bills through your blood i owe satan nothing aratambra sekerianta can somebody celebrate this can somebody celebrate this grace that you tell devil i owe you nothing it is paid in full with tips my father has supplied a source for me of his grace and mercy that doesn't mean you have a license to live like that you know what i mean okay that's another day's topic but what i'm saying i was giving him a realization of how much god has done for him so you don't have to be when the light comes did i answer your question what do you do you arise into the light the problem people don't arise into the light is because they feel they owe to their past failure you don't can you tell your neighbor you owe no man anything tell the other neighbor too the only person you owe to is god now you don't owe anything to satan tell them complete the sentence because of the blood of jesus because of the son of god oh this is where you actually celebrate i am so i told you nowadays before there was a problem years ago how to i start the sermon because i used to get into prophesying and everything now this another kind of problem how do i end a sermon i start something i need to think where do i have next episode you have to cut it right somewhere here i don't want to leave you guys like oh wow what's happening so let's visit genesis chapter 1 verse 2 next and i don't want to say next week we are going to do this do that we'll come back to all the other see i've been still waiting to go to john chapter 1 do you remember when we started the light series i said let's go to john chapter 1 and the holy spirit said no go to genesis chapter 
Okay. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. How God works. Let me say it like this. How does light work? Light will show you where you're supposed to be. How it is supposed to look. How it is supposed to be. How it is supposed to look. How it is supposed to manifest. And you need to do something. You need to catch up to the identity of light. If you say, I am a nobody, God comes and tells, you're a daughter of a king. That you said, I am a nobody, is your commitment to darkness. But when you acknowledge and arise into that revelation, say, I am a daughter of a king. I'm a daughter of the most high. What is it? You're rising up into that light. And wherever the light shines, it is done. You didn't get it. You, you, no, may you get it. And that light was the? When you said yes to that light, your life changed. Oof, did you get it? You can say, my life is like this, my life is like that. But the moment you acknowledge that light, your life changed. Because that life <laughs> came from the light. And when you acknowledge that light, that light deposits a new life into your life. Because that is the actual language of God. Oh, sheboriante, reboniante. I don't know, you're still thinking. Come on, pray in the spirit for 30 seconds to one minute. Come on, pray. Everybody, Lord... Let this revelation go deep into my spirit like never before. Rafarianta reboko sikoniante. Zento roboniante. I told you last week, God delivered some of you from the Aztec calendar. What was that? That was the darkness. That was a false light. And I said, God is giving you new light. Everything, whatever which Psyche said, what astrologers said, everything. God is disconnecting you from all those associations. And God is saying, arise and now shine into this light. Now pray in the spirit. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Can I take another few minutes? <laughs> How does light call you into light? Huh? How does light, the light of God, call you into light? It's happening right now. How? Light speaks. <sighs> In Him was light then he spoke light let there be connecting the dots connecting the dots in him was light correct john chapter 1 said god said let there be light 
so in him was light he pulled light out of him and said let there be light correct so how does light call you into light light speaks the nature of light is it speaks words very quiet you're like oh this sounds so basic how did god create god did everything he spoke let there be light what was in him what was in god if it has to come up on your life god has to speak it the language of light is words the language of darkness is also false words eve did god say this language of darkness so when how do you know that light is calling you into a greater light he will send a message like this a sermon like this and the light of god is communicating you to come into a greater light it is a word to word communication the moment you receive that word you're already entering a new light the words i speak unto you they are spirit and life and what was life life was the light of man oof my goodness so much revelation you know the life the words that i speak unto you are life and spirit and life and the life was the light of men so when god speaks words he's speaking light into your situation so you catch that light you arise into the light and you hold on to it and you shine shetorabani antarababaha membro kosikoriate my goodness there is the presence of god in this room like lights can somebody tap into it can somebody celebrate it people on zoom i'm looking at all of you you're all shining bright today you're shining bright today what you're going to do is you're going to influence a city around you by shining your lights how do you shine your light you start speaking the same kind of words but what god is speaking over you you speak it over somebody ratem rekoni ante reboni anta zeko you know there is so much i need to preach about this light series every apostle that i said every apostle a lord jesus i i rekomorianta rabaka sikatarabaha let me say it like that. not the self proclaimed ones but the ones who have another greater light and god has proclaimed it over them through them those kind of ones every apostle in the bible they had a revelation of light you heard me that is how that is how paul could turn around and look at the girl with the spirit of divination and say come out of her even though she was saying these are the men of the most high god and they will tell you the way of salvation tell me what wrong did she say huh come on now talk to me please you want prophecy from xyz person you want prophecy and foretelling prediction of the future from anybody and everybody think that spirit can tell you the exact truth but is it rooted and connected to the light or is it connected to darkness we need to ask that 
the bible says paul was it's paul right i'm just if i'm mixing up paul or peter i'm no it's it is paul paul was walking around and this girl would follow him every day and every day and said this these are the men of the most high god listen to them and they will tell you salvation what is wrong tell me it's the shortest evangelistic message you can get come on you don't need disagree shortest crisp concise clear simple gospel in a in a in a nutshell two sentence card these are the men of the most high god listen to them and they will tell you the way of salvation so so prophetic the bible says paul got irritated angry frustrated he turned around and said come out of her you spirit of divination you spirit of python come out of her and the lady could not prophesy anymore and the and the masters of that slave girl got upset and they turned up the whole city against paul why you need to ask me why today's churches will say good let them advertise us let all those spirits advertise us you know what i'm saying okay i'm not going there paul knew he cannot associate and receive any words from the other kingdom that which is not part of god you should not associate even though it sounds accurate he said no come out of her wow shembrokosika may god give you that kind of grace to detach from darkness and step out into the true light and that you will say i don't care i don't care but i want to be rooted in the kingdom of light selemekon every apostle had a revelation of light and when they looked at a spirit that is not of light they said we don't want anything part of you so powerful right the book of ephesians paul writes may the eyes of your understanding be enlightened enlightened may light enter the eyes of your understanding and he said that is what will open your eyes to the kingdom of light sheboriantarabakasika